0: Still, another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. And he had a little book open in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. And he cried out with a loud voice, as when a lion roars. And when he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. Now when the seven thunders uttered their voices, he was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered, and do not write them. The angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised up his hand to heaven, and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are in it, and earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it that there should be a delay no longer. But in the days of the sounding of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, the mystery of God would be finished as he declared to his servants, the prophets. Then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the earth, so I went to the angel and said to him, "Give me the little book, and he said to me, "Take and eat it, it will make your stomach bitter, and it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth, but when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter, and he said to me, "You must prophesy again." about many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Thank you, Lord, for your word, God, which never returns void. And Lord, we ask you for the spirit of wisdom, for the spirit of revelation that we might receive insights into your word, Lord, and become on fire. That your word opened up causes a burning to happen on the inside of us. Like the two on the road to Emmaus, when you opened up the scriptures to them, they said, "We're not our hearts burning? So, Lord, this is what we ask you for, Lord, that you would open the scriptures that our hearts would be burning in this hour, and that we would desire to eat of the scroll, eat the word, Ingest Jesus, the word of God. Eat him. That what comes out of us would be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You see a couple things um, that are on my heart as we are pursuing God in the place of prayer. And even night and day prayer, extended hours of prayer. Why do we do that? Well, we want to get this in us. We want to eat the scroll. And that's different than just reading the Bible. We need to read the Bible. But we need it to get into us. And so we have to pray it. We have to pray, read it. We have to ask for revelation. We need the Spirit of God. You cannot understand this book apart from the Spirit of God. Right? Our intellect will only get us so far. We can get some things through the intellect. But we cannot get the revelation that's in here without the Spirit of God opening it to us. Dan's been back in the book of Daniel, studying it. He's going to begin to unpack the rest of Daniel where he left off. And in the book of Daniel, there is some angelic visitations, right, that we see in that book. There's an angelic visitation that we see in Revelation 10, you know, actually the whole book of Revelation, right? John is receiving a vision, right, via angelic messengers, and so something happens when we pray that releases the word from heaven. And it releases it through angelic messengers to us, whether we see them or not, right? The Lord sends his angels. He sends his word out. That's one way he sends it, is through his messengers, angels. Um, and this is, this is a powerful vision right here in, in Revelation chapter 10 and I just believe we are getting so close to this time Um, verse 7 says but in the days of the sounding of the seventh angel when he is about to sound right so the seventh angel is the is the one in the book of Revelation you know, there are seven seals, then there's seven trumpets. The seven trumpets are the ones that sound. When they release their sound, things happen from heaven that produce God's manifestation on the earth, right? So the seventh angel, the seventh trumpet that is about to sound is the one that it, it finishes the mystery, like it ends something. Something is closing at that point. And what's closing is the mystery of God, which is Christ and the cross. The very mystery of the cross, right? The fullness of the Gentiles come in. At what happens at the seventh trumpet, the dead in Christ will rise and we who are alive will be caught up together with him in the air. So that's in Thessalonians and 1 Corinthians 15. If you put those verses together, you see the rapture happening at the seventh trumpet. 1 Corinthians 15 says, at the last trumpet. So something is finishing at the last trumpet. This mystery of God, the mystery of the Christ, the mystery of the redemption of man. Like whoever would have thought it would happen this way, that Christ would come and die right? It's a mystery. It's a mystery that even all of heaven was peering into trying to understand what was God doing. He's coming as a baby, right? It's all such a mystery that has been unfolding and we've been in this age since Christ died up until the point where when the seventh trumpet is about to sound. So we're living in those days, right? At the end of these bookends, of when Christ came to when he's coming again, at the seventh trumpet is when he comes again. That's the second coming of Christ. That's when the mystery ends, in a sense. There's a bookend at that point where he's going to like take his bride and he's going to have his way in the earth and he will rule and reign for a thousand years. He's going to release his justice in that hour. He's going to make wrong things right And um, what do we need to do right now? When we're living in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound, yes, the first angel hasn't sounded yet. So we could say, well, we've got a little time. We do, we have a little time, a little time, right? In In terms of history, though, the 2000 years from the first coming to the second coming, we are at the end. When the seventh angel is about to sound, if we're within decades, we're within, we're right there, right? And so what are we to do? We are to eat the book. And that's verses 8 through 11. And when we eat it and digest it and take it in and let it have its way in us and that Christ manifests himself in us and through us, what happens? It comes out of us. You must prophesy. Right, It's going to come into us. It's going to manifest itself. And then it's going to come out of us. So that is our response to the word of God. And um, I'm just considering how when we pray, angels move. Demons move, right? And we don't see all that's going on in the spirit. But this is the kind of prayer that moves things. Um, I'm sure Dan will hit on that more this Saturday night on Daniel's prayer that moves angels and demons, right? And Daniel just probably thought, I'm just doing what I do. I just go in my room and three days, three times a day I kneel and I set my face on the Lord and I pray. He probably didn't seem very eventful, although he, yeah, he had the angel visit him and that was shocking but for many many years he just prayed three times a day and it was mostly uneventful it as far as he knew right but things were happening it wasn't like oh your one prayer did it you know and the angel broke through no it was the life of faithfulness where he prayed three times a day and he gave himself to God in the place of prayer and he was known in heaven as one highly esteemed. And that wasn't because he got visited by an angel. He was known in heaven highly esteemed before that happened. Beings in heaven knew Daniel because his prayers availed. And probably to Daniel his prayers seemed very ordinary so I just want to encourage our hearts with that because when you give yourself to prayer, like what we're doing in here, there are many mundane, ordinary, non-feeling types of days. There are some days when we really feel it and we're like, "Woohoo!" But there are other days, many days, we don't feel a thing. We're just the frog in the kettle. You know, here I'm in this Water. I don't, you know, or the fish in the sea. The fish doesn't know it's wet, you know. It's not feeling the splashes and the wind. It's just swimming, you know, and that's kind of how we are in this room. We're pretty deep underwater. We're getting something. We're getting a lot. We're getting immersed, but we don't really know we're getting immersed. (laughs) And that's kind of how it is being in the prayer room for a lot of years, day in and day out. Um, so I just want to encourage your heart with that because our prayers do and will avail. And that happens with faithfulness and with a lifestyle of prayer in faithfulness and not giving up and not quitting. So um, that is the the struggle and... Um, the Lord, uh, I, I was listening to Mike and this message last night. Oh, it really moved me. And I just invite you all to listen to it. I put it on the group me. It's his message from last Sunday. It is a must listen. He gives some of the prophetic history in a nutshell, like really small nutshell, because the prophetic history is really a 12-session thing that if you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. It's very dramatic of how IHOP was birthed. It's very supernatural, very dramatic. And he can only say so much in an hour, right? So his message last Sunday was giving a recap because there's a prophetic stirring going on again, right now. You know, the waters have been stirred by angels. There's an angelic prophetic stirring right now and he's alerting us to that. He's saying, pay attention to this. There was four significant dates in May in our history, and there is some significant dates in this coming May that are matching up with our history, and it's going to be like a 40-year-to-the-day kind of thing. So um, I'll just give you a little snippet, but I want you to go and listen. There's this. Event that happened before COVID, it was in um, the fall before COVID hit, where we were in Florida actually at a per leader summit, and it was happening right after that. is in a stadium event called the Send. Andy Bird uh, was heading it up. He's kind of like a spiritual son of Lou Engle. Um, he heads up. He's is he YWAM? Yeah. He's a YWAM guy. So he has a crazy story. Uh, anyways, and um, in faith, I mean, he'd never run a stadium event before at all. He's, he's a young adult, you know? He's a kid. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what I'm doing kind of yeah. thing, right? But um, there was so much prophetic movement on it. He just said yes to God. In faith, feeling this is way out of my league, I have no idea, but I'm just saying yes, Lord. And God moved so powerfully, and this stadium was booked and filled up fast. Okay, it got, it was, it was a, a the fastest registration on any stadium event I've ever seen. It was literally like if you didn't hop on it, you were gonna miss it. It filled the stadium, and they filled two more stadiums in Brazil um, at other events, the SEND in Brazil. And so there were three huge stadium events, and it was... God moved. It was very, very powerful. We didn't go to the stadium event, but some of our people did. So Some people were there. Amy Ligon, I think, was there. Anyway, so... Um, interestingly... Um, Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City which has it's called the Truman Stadium it has long been in the IHOP prophetic history with a word from Prophet Bob Jones who has many words in the early 80s that have all taken place exactly the way he said exactly and that's what you'll hear in the history but one of the words that Bob Jones prophesied was a stadium event, an Arrowhead Stadium that would, it would fill up. And, and anyways, there's much to it that I'm not going to go into. What's interesting, though, is that Arrowhead Stadium, which is just a secular stadium, right, contacted Andy Bird after that send and said, would you do that at our stadium? Now, never have we ever heard of a stadium inviting a ministry to come and do an event. That's unheard of. That's never, never, never. These are secular stadiums that do sporting events, right? The stadium asked Andy Bird to come, right? And they were like, yes, of course, you know. Um, they're like, oh, God, you know, but... Um, Then COVID hit, right? And the year that COVID hit, 2020, there were actually 20 stadium events planned that were Christian ministries that got shut down, right? We're like, whoa, what's happening, right? And so on the one hand, you could look at it like, the devil's attacking, right? On the other side, you can look at it like, no, God's preparing his people. (laughs) And he's going to cause them to go even deeper in this next season, before he opens the stadiums, right? God's always behind it, you know? The the devil's only a tool in God's hands. He doesn't make the final decisions, right? God makes the decision. And so um, I think God's been let letting our roots go down deeper, letting us get more hungry, letting us, you know, during, there's been a lot of things happening in this season. Well... Um, Now that things are opening up, right? The stadium, again, was like, contacted the SEND, Andy Byrd. We we want an event to happen in this stadium. And so they booked a date, May 14th, this next May. That happens to be the 40-year anniversary. Exactly, they think, that Bob Jones prophesied that the Arrowhead Stadium would be filled up. And so it's like this crazy scenario. So listen to the message from last Sunday, because there's quite a prophetic swirl in it. And Mike calls it the poetry of God, right? And God just does this poetry where it's like only God could do it. You know, nobody picked that date. That date was like picked out of a hat, right? But it's like, no, very intentional in God. Because God sees all that's going on and he's so intentional, right? So intentional down to the details in our lives and how we all fit into this big story. Like that's how intentional he is. He's so intentional. He's like, yeah, and your story fits into this big story. And so this morning, this is so crazy. So my daughter-in-law, Abby, she has been she had she has been listening to some messages well when they had in kansas city the two weekends in july right abby listened to all of those and she was just getting on fire she's like and when she heard andy bird speak who's the head of this event right she was really moved and she's and they were talking about the send you know they didn't have a date yet or anything and so I didn't even know this, she knew this because she heard more messages than me, but there was like a pre-registration for the send. You could kind of pre-register even though they didn't have a date yet, so they would make sure to send you information, right? As soon as it came out. So Abby's like, I'm pre-registering, you know? She's on it, you know? And so I didn't even know, right? So she had pre-registered, so this morning she gets something from them that says, you can now register for the send. We have a date, right? And so she's texting me. She's like, Amy, you know, it's happening May 14th. And, you know, so we're all like, oh, my gosh, let's book this because it's going to fill up super fast. It will be a sellout and it will happen quick. So if you want to go, I'm telling you now, register. (laughs) It's 25 bucks a seat, which is dirt cheap. And um, you want to get in on that. So quick. I think I put the link in the group me. Um, so anyways, Abby and I are talking and then we're both like registering and um, then she says, hey, let's get an Airbnb, right? Let's get an Airbnb and we'll all be together. I'm like, that's a great idea. So she starts looking at Airbnbs, right? She finds this little Airbnb and it's kind of close to IHOP and not too far from the stadium and you know, it's a cute little yellow house, and it looks like and it has room for eight people. I'm like, that looks great. You book it. I'll send you some money. You know. <laughs> so Abby's doing this. she sends it, and then I'm looking at this house, and it says the Hartley House, uh, and the Hartley Yellow House of Joy or something like that. You know, and I, and I said, who is our host? Like, she goes, well, her name is Hope, and I'm like that's very interesting and I started to think whoa I wonder if this house is owned by Bob Hartley (laughs) okay so here's God's poetry and how our little stories fit into the big story okay 15 years ago and we started this house of prayer right And we were going night and day like it it birthed and we had a 24-5 schedule and we were rolling right well There is a prophetic man in Kansas City named Bob Hartley that we did not know, right? Never heard of him. Well, Bob Hartley did not know us, right? Never heard of our prayer room or anything like that. But one day he gets a word from the Lord and he he gets this very clear word and he doesn't know what it means and the word is the light of Dublin, the eternal God of the East Bay. And he's like... The light of Dublin, the eternal God of the East Bay. And he's wondering, what does that mean, right? He happens to go to our friend Corey Russell, who you guys heard speak, right? Corey had been connected with us from the beginning. And he goes to Corey, he said, I got this word. He goes, Do you know what it might mean? The light of Dublin, the eternal God of the East Bay. And Corey goes, That's IHOP East Bay. That was our name back then. He goes, and I, and so Corey called us and told us, this prophetic man got this word, right? And we're like, Corey, what does that mean? He goes, it means God's, God's eyes are upon you. You know, like we're this little light in Dublin, right? We were in Dublin. The light of Dublin, you know, the eternal God of the East Bay is looking, you know, at this little light in Dublin. And so we are like, wow, God sees us, right? I mean, it was just always this very significant and special word to us because Bob Hartley didn't know us and we didn't know him, right? But he let us know, I see you guys. I see what you are doing. And so um, so I'm looking at this Airbnb this morning and it says the Hartley House of Hope, something like this. And I'm just like, this is like, I wonder if this is Bob Hartley's house, you know? And so I go on to Bob's website, which is, he has a website. He has a whole ministry, uh, you know, big ministry, actually. He's got quite a resume. If you look at his website, it's like, whoa, this guy's done a lot. Anyways, um, right on his website, he's got all this prophetic on the yellow house of hope. That's like our Airbnb. It's called the Yellow House. Our host name is Hope, right? There's all these words on hope. There's all these words on the Yellow House. And the Yellow House is like, you go through rooms in the house, and in his blog, he's like, I'm not talking about a real house here, right? I'm talking about a spiritual house. Go into this room, and you meet with God in this room, and, you know, it's like a devotional, Uh right? The Yellow House of Hope, and he just... He's going, and everything on his website is Hope, Yellow House, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just, I'm in wonder. I'm just looking at this going, this must be owned by him. You know? And I sent it to Jim, because Jim knows Bob Hartley. I said, do they own this house in Kansas? He goes, oh, yes, that is their house. And so I am like... That is the poetry of God. What are the chances that my daughter-in-law would pick out a house owned by a prophetic man who gave our house a word that we have sung choruses around more times than I can tell you. Josiah got a chorus last time we were all together saying eternal God of the East Bay. Have your way, have your way. Eternal God of the East Bay, right? If you weren't around for 15 years, you wouldn't know. He was picking up on a word that word from our early days. But Josiah grew up in it. He hit it again. And it's like, here we go again. It's the Bob Hartley word. Eternal God of the East Bay. Have your way, you know, do it again. And And so what are the chances, you know, what is the prophetic poetry that our little... You know, that we would get that house owned by that man who gave us that word 15 years ago for this event that is a super prophetic event that's been prophesied 40 years ago. You know, all this. It's like crazy. So God sees us. No matter how weak and how feeble it is, and when Mike was talking especially message last night, it was really moving me. Especially at the end, don't turn it off when he starts doing the ministry time. There's was only a short part of the ministry time, but that part was going into me, and it was like he, the way he was talking about don't um, disqualify yourself, you know? I mean, he had some words there that were just so impactful, and I'm like, we are all so weak and prone to disqualify ourselves because of our weakness and and he was making his point out of your mercies are new every morning and like god and how god sees our weakness and yet he's like don't quit don't disqualify yourself i have so much for you you know and so the the words mike was using were so um so helpful that way to all of us because when we look at ourselves we see our weakness and we go i can't do anything i'm not good for anything blah 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 right and yeah that's true we are pretty much zero however when we say yes to god he infuses us with himself then we have divine might right Jesus on the inside and he wants to live his life through us. He wants to manifest his will through us. Even though we're weak beings, right? He's like, don't look at yourself. Look at me. And let yourself be infused with me because I want to use you, little weak one. So and um, that's pretty much all of our story. You know, who are who is anyone compared to God, right? World is mere mortals. <laughs> and we have nothing, even the most anointed minister of God out there. Zero before God. We don't have anything except for what he gives us. So, anyways, it's just so uh powerful and I just feel the wonder and awe of God this morning in that poetry and this whole thing listening to that message last night, which I stayed up You know, probably later than I should have, knowing I was going to get up early, right? But I'm like, I have to listen to this message, you know? But it was writing something on my heart. And then this morning, Abby and I are like, on this thing. Like, we're on top of it. Like, registering. Yes, register now. Okay. Book. Airbnb. Yes, book it now. Pay for that thing right now. Like, why? Why are we so, like, this is happening next May. But there was like a, a sense of, book that now, Because it's not going to be available next week, kind of sense, you know? And then when I looked at it, I'm like, the Hartley House? Are you kidding me? Really? And then I looked. Everyone check out Bob Hartley's website. You'll see it. It's the one. It's called something like the deeper waters or something. (laughs) I don't know. Some title about the deep. You'll find it on there. But it's just his blogs are good and you'll see the yellow house, you know, and all this devotional around the yellow house. And I'm like, this is crazy. So um, I'm gonna close it up, but I just invite you all to uh, listen to last Sunday, um, sign up for the send if you feel inclined at all. It's only going to cost you $25, even if you have to cancel, right? It's a good donation (laughs) for them. They need to raise like a million and a half dollars to do this event. So um, let's just, uh, let's pray. Lord, we just, uh, we thank you for your incredible divine poetry, Lord, that you see us. Amazing. That you would see us, the light of Dublin, the eternal God of the East Bay. And that you see us as individuals. You see, I see you right there. And your story fits into this bigger story. And I see you just keep saying yes to me. Just keep saying yes. Do not disqualify yourself. So, Lord, we just thank you. We receive these words, and we thank you for your divine poetry in our lives. Lord, how could this be, Lord? How could this be that you move the pieces that way, Lord? How could this be? Everything works together in you. Like, everything works together perfectly. Fits like a perfect puzzle. That we didn't know how this piece is going to fit, and yet you know exactly how. So, Lord, we just thank you, and we just sign up again, and we say yes, 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 in Jesus' name. Amen.